Welcome ladies and gentlemen this is Tamal Mukherjee I welcome you all on behalf of Radio Literoma with yet another episode of Spotlight as you already know in Spotlight we interview some of the prolific achievers and here we have with us the winner of Literoma Laureate Lifetime Achievement Award Lokeshree Banerjee ma'am welcome to our show of Thank you. Thank um, you, Tamal uh, Mukherjee. Thank you. Ma'am. Yes. Hmm. Ma'am, to begin with, I'll request you. Why don't you introduce yourself to all our listeners who will be listening to you across the globe? Uh, in all humility, uh, this is uh, slightly difficult, but yes, I can. Uh, first of all uh, i must say that i am quite a multidisciplinary uh, multidisciplinary person so uh, professionally i have been a university professor i still continue to be one of course i rose to the rank of a vice chancellor of the largest university of the indian state of uh, jharkhand okay. and uh, my basic uh, discipline has been the teaching of literature english literature uh, but of course uh, uh, i will say world literature because these days in the higher studies curriculum by which i mean uh, honors postgraduate and above uh we generally incorporate a lot of indian literature in english also which means uh the translated english versions of uh, ramayana mahabharata and the classics so uh, actually i would call myself a professor of english and cultural studies which is the basic uh, name of the department and of course i have gone into the administration of higher learning and i am an avid reader and writer because these are two sides of the same coin i've been writing for a very very long time ever since i was a kid let us say uh, primarily poetry and then of course when you're a professor of english there are many other research publications in the uh, diverse areas of uh, art literature and culture so uh, i'm also a writer i'm also an editor i am a tv and all india radio senior grade vocalist of hindustani and light classical music and also other various because uh, our indian music is very vast so i also uh, am a singer in the larger sense of the term of also rubindra sangeet and nojrul uh islam songs because we have a very rich bengali culture which is now all over the world so i'm very proud to be a bengali i'm proud to be an indian and of course i'm very proud to be a world citizen and i use my pen and my voice uh for social change and for international goodwill that's let us say in a nutshell what i think i am <laughs> this is so amazing ma'am this is so amazing to know about you and as we can understand you have achieved 
so many things in so many dimensions you also mentioned some of your achievements and so one question which i love to ask uh, after achieving so many things how does it feel now to be crowned uh, the lifetime achievement award in the literoma laureate segment <laughs> well as a human being uh, every human being feels great Uh, when one's uh, uh, whether it's achievement or one's uh, enterprise, one's human endeavor, if it has been recognized, it's a great feeling. But it, I feel ha- totally humbled and honored. I will not say just honored, but humbled and honored. But I must mention that just last year, I find it very, very strange because last year. a very well known uh, another international poetry uh, group not just poetry it's a literary group and um, the significant league they gave me the lifetime achievement award for art and literature and this is my second lifetime uh, award for art and literature whatever the literoma laureate award so this is the second one and uh, when one's uh, work because i believe uh, when one works genuinely for society one doesn't work for oneself one because when you begin with a university classroom obviously you have a sense of dedication that here i'm making a i'm building a nation as a teacher i'm building a nation so you are all the time trying to contribute to society and if that effort is recognized well it's a great feeling i think <laughs> absolutely ma'am uh so very inspiring journey and now i'll definitely uh, like to zoom in on since you talked about the writing aspect uh, because you have so many dimensions about you so i just want to zoom in for a minute on your uh, writing project so i want to understand if you can tell all our listeners and what are the current writing projects you are working on or maybe what are the future plans in that front well immediately i can say that um, uh, there are four uh, books of poetry as completed i mean just 3 uh, months back my latest uh, book of poems was published uh, it's called the blue phoenix and other poems because i went through a very b- bad phase uh, last year for last one and a half years in a kind of a state of agony as a mother because i have a single child who has not, was not keeping well i believe that she's healed now but then i rose from my ashes like the phoenix so my latest book which has been uh, i was in the Uh, quite a few literary festivals across the globe uh, uh, just a few months back uh, to be very specific during durga puja during october and november so quite a few uh, world literary summits and festivals and everywhere i found this latest book of mine which is blue phoenix which is a uh, mythological bird which rises from its on ashes it's a it's a symbol of renewal it's a symbol of resurgence after agony 
so that was appreciated all across the world so and um now i have four more books which are already ready but then i am a very very finicky and fussy editor so i have not found time because i do a lot of time management in balancing my professional and my personal domestic duties so those are poems which are ready four books of poetry but the editing is going to take a lot of time and uh, which may mean another let us say at least 4 to 6 months and then once i finish editing those four books of mine i have a project which is again a half done project because i received a very prestigious award uh, during 2006 to 9 <coughs> uh, the university grants ugc which is the the main uh, apex body of higher education of the of indian government uh, universities so i got the university grants ugc postdoctoral research award uh, on uh, the comparative studies of world women poets in terms of their literary and cultural indices for cultural mappings and literary mappings now that postdoctoral thesis which received this huge uh, award uh, about 13 14 years ago uh, is in the form of a postdoctoral thesis well we all know that a thesis is not exactly in the form of a book and that received a huge indian government's award so that is my one project which is going to again take a lot of time to because i want people to benefit from my it's not enough to get an award i i strongly believe this thing it's not enough of course it's enough when it is being recognized but it has to outflow and you know flow out into society so that book that has to be changed it will not be changed actually it will be more like an editing and you know putting it into a shape of an academic book which uh, which is going to uh, do a lot of benefit to the university uh, mphil and phd students so that book is also going to come up and uh, last but not the least uh, a novel which i'm not going to disclose about but it is going definitely going to be about indian the indian woman let us say so that novel is also in the making so this is amazing actually i'm sure that not just me but a lot of our listeners in fact perhaps all of our listeners will look forward to your poetry your novel and the thesis as well because as you rightly mentioned that academic writing at times become a little uh, heavy to digest but what you are planning it will help us lot of us to understand the uh, summary of the research and so all the best for that ma'am we'll definitely you, you're very you i just interrupt you you're very right because uh, that angle which you just now stressed yeah. which i did not is uh, exactly what i wanted to say because 
you know, after all, it's not a doctoral. It's not. I'm already a PhD, so it's a postdoctoral thesis, mm-hmm. uh, which brought took me all around the world because the university grants paid for it, and I was interviewing global women poets and their contribution to their country, to their culture, and women's writings. I believe uh, show a lot of the culture from which they come, much more than the writings of. men but i'm not talking in a feministic way in a more human way so it is a post doctoral thesis not a doctor so that's even more difficult so i will what you said was uh, absolutely correct that it has to be brought to the table for students and for society to absorb it and and to be uh, helped and uh, you know through it so that's exactly what i mean when i said that so i think you were right there absolutely so this the in fact the proposition itself sounds so exciting i am sure that most of our listeners actually will eagerly wait for that to come up so all the best for that ma'am so oh, yes and that actually leads to my next question you had achieved so many things you had been an academic writer you had done your doctorate followed by the post doctorate for which it is kind of an, a legendary post doctorate that you did which received so many awards as well so is there anything that you believe that you still want to achieve something some dream which is still unachieved which you want to achieve in the near future yes of course uh i don't know whether it's too late in the day or not because uh, i've uh, i've uh, you know i'm in my sixth uh, decade so i don't know whether it's late or whatever but i don't think so in the sense that i am a very restless and a very active person so if i say this i don't know whether it's going to be taken in the right spirit or not but uh, being a very creative person and uh, uh, being in the ambiance of a home which was very culturally oriented i was the only daughter i mean the of a entire family where all my cousins or my my own, only one brother and the other cousin they were all brothers i was the only girl in my family and so i was Uh, brought up uh, in a very uh, what should i say culturally rich manner where there used to be more musical soirees and naturally i started singing at the age of 3 and there there were a lot of writing um, poets meets so i started writing poetry at the age of 3 so a lot of ambiance also comes into what one becomes now in that fear my father was a very liberal person and he from a very young age when i was hardly <coughs> 10 at 9 or 10 years old which is unheard of my father would take me to metro cinema and i would be introduced to english films uh, not just of shakespeare but also like Uh, something which was made by hollywood it that is also shakespeare has a play antony and cleopatra which is based and like i saw cleopatra at the age of 10 you know so <clears throat> i think this is incredible for uh, you know a bengali <clears throat> brahmin family uh, being so liberal 
that you know my, that uh, the father takes the daughter uh, uh, to see a film a hollywood film like cleopatra so films and of course pothir pachali when i was uh, i was not even born but after that i saw it along with my father and even the apu trilogy so films also occupied a very central position in my creative life uh, you know so something which i would like to do laughable as it may be or not laughable i feel a cinema which is also uh, under the umbrella term of literature and creativity it encompasses every part of one's self if one is gifted that way so you know i have uh, i have been dancing in schools and colleges i've been in the radio and tv as a singer i've done so many plays of shakespeare i've written poems so i feel cinema encompasses all these talents and then i keep on telling my husband and my only child that see i'm going to break <laughs> you know a historical record at this age and see at least one film i will do which will achieve world status and i must do it as a central figure not as a, you know as a side kind of an uh, acting but a central acting so that is something which has always been deeply buried in myself but because i'm so much occupied with my social duties my educational duties my writing my uh, duties as a mother this that everything but that has always been in my mind that in this life i want to do one role of a central a protagonist in a film <laughs> so that is maybe laughable maybe no inspirational i don't know what it is but yeah. since you asked me i said something which may even sound very far fetched but i can even believe that if i really want to do it i can absolutely <laughs> absolutely ma'am so i think this is very as you rightly mentioned this is quite inspiring actually because i think uh, whatever you had done so far film is one of the aspect which is going to complete the circle of creativity for you and i'm sure that you will be able to do that and once again very inspiring uh, i'm amazed to know about this particular uh, dream that you have uh, and i must say that i had been uh, interviewing a lot of people but this is something which is truly truly inspiring thank you so and much and this is the first time <laughs> let me tell you this is the first time publicly yes i may have said shared it with my husband or something like that but publicly this is the first time uh, since you asked me that question i am unfolding it i'm unraveling something which is for the first time publicly absolutely <laughs> radio literoma is honored to uh, be at the recipient side of this thank you so much ma'am thanks for considering thank us, you. uh for revealing your uh, dream that you wanted to share with everyone so ma'am once again uh, you talked about so so uh, you talked about the cinematic dream that you have now if i take a step back we want to understand that since you had been writing academic related thesis papers so this is which is more like on the technical side of things then you also wrote so many things uh, on the literary side as well so there are a lot of people uh, there are a lot of listeners or rather i'll say uh, who listens to radio literoma who want to understand who find it very difficult rather uh, to switch 
from the academic writing to the literary writing because these are fundamentally two very different things so if you can give some message for all of them by telling your how your literary journey began yes uh, this is uh, this is a wonderful question uh, it uh, well let me tell you you are absolutely right this is a question which i have faced many many times in my life because generally we see uh, academic people uh, with all the technical jargon that we have to use for our academic writing uh, they are not able to switch over to a uh, to a totally creative arena and it's a very difficult job yes. but um, pa- of course a lot of it is uh, inborn uh, because uh, uh, i don't know how to explain it but somehow i'm able to uh, change myself you know i, I, I think i know i don't want to claim to be a versatile person because that may sound too big but somehow by the grace of some intangible almighty or what because this transition from the technical from the absolutely academic to the absolutely creative and poetic arena it is a difficult job because if you read my writings if you look at my poetry you know generally you will find some professors of english who write poetry generally i'm not trying to criticize it's the truth you will immediately catch on that this person is writing poetry but but his poetry is not so lyrical his poetry is not so creative it is more like a kind of a uh, music uh, when you listen to some music which is technically very very correct but it doesn't touch your heart we listen to so much of some music there are so many musicians which are who are uh, technically very very correct but somehow that music does not touch your heart why because perhaps somewhere there is a bridge now i am able to cross that bridge i believe because to a large extent something which i was born with and also to a large extent the ambiance in which i was brought up you know in a liberal way on one side and in a very disciplined way on the other so somewhere the inner self and the outer environment merged to uh, become some kind of a you know multi dimensional or whatever self one wants to call it and i've seen have, uh, and people have asked me this question several several times how do you cross the bridge so i say well i crossed the bridge somehow i crossed the bridge maybe you can attribute it to my inner self the way i was born and the way i was brought up both have uh, contributed to it and i do agree what you say it is very very difficult to do it but i find it very easy because my self changes then it's some other dimension i go into when i when i uh, for example when i sing my khayal you know that is a totally different thing from when i sing a rabindra songi and the voice absolutely production is also different it cannot be the same voice production true of course technically we learn the the styles and everything i'm not talking about the technicality i'm talking of the inner spirit now for any creative or any academic or anything even a, in the classroom like 
you know my uh, students used to say you know uh, ma'am just how what did you say ma'am you know we missed out one line i'm writing this line so i always would say listen dear i can tell you please keep your pens ready and that is how i began my class because golden words are never repeated because if i go on starting to talk and if you have missed out on the previous line i won't be able to repeat it because i'm not reading out you know there are professors who read out from notes and this and that i've never done that i've never read out in lectures i've never done anything like that in my life so i think spontaneity also counts uh, both ways the spontaneity and the training absolutely both ways counts Right. So that's how it is. So yeah. I think how you actually cross that bridge is uh, totally inspirational. If I have to quote Richard Bach, so in your case it seems to be the bridge across forever. So <laughs> so to know that. <laughs> so ma'am, we have almost reached the final segment of our interview. Uh, we like to end it uh, with your message for our listeners who will be listening to this particular interview by across the globe and also. if there is any message for our team later on well i think uh, the world today is a very difficult world and i strongly believe that it is only and i underline the word underscore the word only it is creativity in terms of literature in terms of poetry and in terms of good cinema also because cinema also comes under the umbrella term of literature so it's only literature which can be the panacea for conflict ridden man today because it's a conflict ridden humanity it's a decadent a decadent civilization in many ways in more ways than one so i think uh, every writer every creative person has to in the long run think about humanity there cannot be i'm i'm just quoting tagore in his uh, essay on nationalism he said that after all these years i've realized that uh, humanity is even much greater than nationalism much greater than one's country said tagore so humanity is the last word so if people are doing what they are doing with sincerity they have to think of the larger world they live in because we cannot let our world go or degenerate into ashes or something like that i don't want to use those uh, very raw terms but actually we are somewhere uh, very conflict ridden very very uh, seems that we are getting devastated we are getting degenerate in more ways than one so i think it is only only literature only literature which can be the final and the ultimate panacea for humanity to save humanity thank you so much ma'am it was really a thought provoking message for all of us and thank you so much ma'am uh, as we are about to wrap up the interview thanks for taking time out for radio literoma Uh, I'm sure that all the listeners must have enjoyed the same amount as I enjoyed interviewing you. Uh, wishing you all the best Thank for you. all your upcoming projects, and 
this brings to the end of this episode of Spotlight. Please join me for yet another epi- episode of Spotlight. Signing off, Tamal Mukherjee on behalf of Radio Literoma. <laughs>